This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Our Fair City is sponsored by Backblaze Online Backup. It's a simple way to back up all your movies, photos, music, videos, and all other data for just $5 a month. It's simple, and you can access all your data online from wherever you are. Try it absolutely free by going to backblaze.com cpc. Previously on Tales from Albuquerque. That ain't what happened. Mer people! That's gotta be it! It's not that they're unhappy with the Albuquerque City water filtration and rerouting system. It's that. Well, they think maybe you shouldn't be the only one in charge of it. You've been experimenting on MERS? Shut it down. Now. It was never off. You didn't shut aquifers down. You reversed it. All them cold-blooded fish people flopping around, no more water. I reckon that creepy dock ain't so bad, boy. Now it is my turn. What turns? There are no turns. Are we not partaking in the social tradition of gathering around a fire to convey tales that stimulate a fear response? Uh, no! I mean, there's a fire. We're telling stories about death and murder, but it's not the same. Now it is my turn. But, but Emerson. Right, right. Go ahead. Your turn. Esteemed colleagues and inebriates, many have speculated about the past of the most unusual scientist, Dr. Herbert West. Some say his time in Albuquerque was spent flinging the city and its inhabitants into the sky. That's what happened while others believe he heroically murdered an underwater civilization of aquatic humanoids. Hey, that's me. You hear that, Emerson? She's talking about me. But I have another theory which I will present presently. You see, the city from whence Dr. Herbert West came was the great flying city of Albuquerque, a magnificent network of hot air balloons and airships which would set down every half year to resupply its fuel, mined by selected citizens in the landscape below. I am not certain what a hot air balloon looked like, but I believe it was quite grand and colorful. But the city had fallen on such hard times. Mining below produced less and less fuel, while its citizens went hungrier and hungrier. Dr. Herbert West was invited aboard during one of their drop-ins in order to develop various extraction methods. 
but found himself the city's mortician after the previous one had an unusual accident. He developed a friendship with a scientist by the name of Dr. Seth Brundle, who was always so kind in allowing Dr. West to borrow his things. Mm, don't mind if I do. Yeah! Dr. West, we've been over this. If you need to borrow something, you can just ask. And we've talked about calling me Herbert, but old habits die hard. Oh, Seth, what have we got going on here? Oh, don't, don't touch that, Dr. Herbert. Please put it down. That gadget may revolutionize life as we know it in Albuquerque. Hmm. Seems small for revolution. I usually think a little bigger. Would you stop touching it? Look, with all the city's fuel shortages and food issues, I figured if we can bring back agriculture, real agriculture, we might stand a chance. We get so much sunlight already, it would be no biggie to go back into the seed vaults, plant some of the hardier crops, and use my smart swarm to pollinate. Say goodbye to algae and say hello to onions and Brussels sprouts. Very nice, Seth. You must have practiced that pitch for ages. Oh, I see that these little buggers are solar powered too. Hmm. And look, this one likes you. I made sure they could recognize human faces. If they malfunction at all, they're programmed to find me so I can fix the problem. Go to sleep now, little guy. Have all of these malfunctioned? That is quite the pile. Uh, yeah, issues with balancing the charge time and fly time, they usually fizzle out pretty quickly. It's nice to build them from scratch while I troubleshoot, though. If I build a bunch of them, when I get it right, I only have to modify the past ones. Uh, Dr. Brundle speaking. Yes, he's here. Dr. W uh, Herbert, the call is for you. Ah. <clears throat> yes, hello, Dr. West speaking. Please call me Herbert. Another one? So soon. <laughs> My, you people are dropping like flies. I'll be right over. Just keep him in one of the drawers until I get there. There are no free drawers? Well, then move one of the ones in the drawers to the... That's full, too. Okay, put him in the freezer. Someone complained about the sanitation last time? Look, letting bodies pile up isn't exactly sanitary either, but you don't hear me complaining. Fine, 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 fine. Just leave him on the table and either give me an assistant who can handle the smell or don't send one at all. Hmm. On second thought, I should have said to forget the assistant entirely. <laughs> ah, well, until tomorrow, Seth. Duty calls. Oh, hello, my little lovelies. How are we doing this dead of night? Are we ready to drink up some real juice? Now, I'll admit, I am a little rusty when it comes to inorganic material, but we do a little tweaking there, and a little adjustment here, and Christmas. 
Now, drink some of this sweet, sweet nectar. Picked it up fresh as soon as I was done with Mr. Culbertson. Well, really, it was while I was working with Mr. Culbertson. The draining equipment these Albuquerque people have is divine. We'll start you on a liquid diet, then graduate you to a solid one. <sighs> I can't wait to show you to Seth in the morning. He'll be so delighted. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that tickles. Ooh, ooh, oh, ooh, ow, 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 you bad little bee. Uncle Herbert is not a snack. No, 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 no. Only unmodified human remains for you. And ta-da! No more biting into the cold, dead flesh of Uncle Herbert for you. <gasps> your preference for something warmer means your father and I can host barbecues for you. <gasps> I'll have to get an apron. I wasn't expecting to see you out and about so late. Yeah, I, uh, I like to sneak out and look at the stars sometimes. I know they're all just balls of gas or whatever, but damn, do they look something special. Hmm? Oh, yes, they, uh, <clears throat> uh, do. It gets me wondering, do other people out there look at the stars like we do? Are there other floating cities like us just filled with people who also think balls of gas are pretty to look at? I feel like I'm failing this city, Herbert. If I could just harness Not to interrupt what I'm sure is a very nice sentiment, but I've taken care of your fuel problem, Seth. You what? I solved your fuel problem and the city's alleged body dumping problem all in one go. Of course, it's not exactly what I'm after as far as alternatives to your current method of body disposal, but beggars can't be choosers. I'm sorry. How in the sky did you fix our body-dumping problem? Ugh. Look at me getting ahead of myself. It's all about biofuel, Seth. A combination of sunlight and biofuel from the dearly departed. And they take care of finding the food themselves with a slight adjustment to your algorithm. That algorithm has a ton of bugs, Dr. West, and, and people aren't going to want cannibal bees pollinating their plants. Ugh. Cannibalism is when you eat your own kind, Seth. Your bees are just mildly carnivorous, but it's all part of the energy cycle anyway. The bees pollinate the plants, the plants get energy from the sun to give to the humans, the humans die and give energy to the bees over and over and forever and ever, and everybody's happy because they get to eat Brussels sprouts now. Ooh, what was that? Sounds exciting. And deadly. It came from the direction of the lab. Dr. West, how exactly did you modify the algorithm? They're all... Oh my god. Uh -huh. uh, looks like my pet project may have gotten carried away. Carried away? What did you do? Did you... Did you modify all of the bees? how it goes. You start with one, and then it's two, and the next thing you know, you've got the whole batch taken care of. We have to help them. Ah, warm flesh. That was the hiccup. I really should have thought that one through, looking back. Herbert, help! Now! 
Well, all right then, if you insist. And then there is ever so much running and the screaming and all oh, Emerson. There is quite the pile of dead bodies, much like the ones that Simon von Hoggins drives around. Seth and Herbert ran all about in an attempt to save people and avoid the smart swarm when they came across the flying city's control room. Whoa! Never fear, Seth. I've almost got the door to the control room. <laughs> Open. Ah, there we are. Oh my. They're gone. They, they must have abandoned ship. Pity. I took all of the cords from the parachutes. Puppetry plans, you see. Herbert, there are still people alive in Albuquerque. I think. I need to make sure we don't crash. <gasps> I've never piloted an entire city before. And you're not going to. You need to take care of that damn swarm. Well, that's no fun. Neither is dying. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Would you just go? Um. Here, swarmy, swarmy. It's your Uncle Herbert. And his EMP gun, we would like a word. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Are you hiding here? Ooh, a snowmobile. That might come in handy. We must be in one of their landing bays. Here, smarty swarmy swarm, where are you? Hello. Never mind that, dears. I have a present for you. <laughs> Only a few sparks, huh? That blast should have brought you crashing to the ground faster than this city. Hmm. It may be high time to call this a wash. Always remember to pack your own parachute, kids. And away we go! It's beautiful, isn't it? A great fiery ball with smoke reaching to the sky, blowing this way and that way, making loops in the... Hmm. I was rather hoping the crash would have incinerated those things. Best to be off. All's well that ends well, I suppose. Oh, drat. Now, just attach this here, and uh, reroute this there, and yeah, Feisty. Herbert. Who is there? Herbert. Seth, you survived the crash. What an unexpectedly pleasant surprise. You look a little funny standing there. Are you all right? Hungry, Herbert. 
I'm a bit busy at the moment. Would you like to lend a hand? Hungry. Yes, you mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Up and running. We are so hungry. How many times do I have to tell you I am not a snack? And stay down. We drank, but still we thirsted. We ate, but still we hungered. Not even Brundle could fix this malfunction. So we feast and feast Wait, and... silly me, I had it on the wrong settings. There we are. There. That should give me enough time to be on my way. And so, Herbert fled across the landscape. Once the bees that puppeted poor Seth Brundle woke up, they feasted upon his corpse for sustenance and then continued their chase of Dr. Herbert, subsisting on sunlight and the occasional wild animal. As they drew further north, the increasingly difficult weather and the dwindling sunlight caused the bees to drop one by one till there were none left. And so Dr. Herbert West left Albuquerque behind. They say, if you head southwestward on a cloudless day, you can still hear the faint sound of buzzing as the swarm recharges to find its next victim. Thank you, Emerson. I liked it too. And now it is Emerson's turn. You have to be joking. Now it is Emerson's turn. Here you go, darling. You are a lifesaver. Tales from Albuquerque will continue. This episode was written by Eli Barraza, with sound design by Eli McElveen, and featuring Ryan Sheely, Clayton Fates, Abby Dowd, Mark Soloff, and Kat Evans. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.